Well, thanks for unsubscribing to the Sorry. I'm a little, little bit drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs>special episodes our, our very special uh, episodes you mean all of our episodes aren't special yeah nothing can ever beat the accidental chipmunks episode next time on a very episode very special episode of <laughs> yeah, i was i was waiting for the uh, uh the fuck the, up for the clone high plug i'm going to put us put all of us onto a speech jammer <laughs> yes <laughs> do it <laughs> uh and just Make sure they can't hear the, the jam part, just the retarded conversation. What kind of jam? Uh, strawberry. I prefer uh, Saskatoon. Speech uh, strawberry jam. Uh, I'd rather have grape. Not the kind that smells like beef. Right. No. What kind of jam smells like beef? Beef, uh, beef, beef jam. jam. Mincemeat? Oh. <laughs> That's not jam. He- head cheese. Oh, head cheese does sort of smell it, like beef. Oh, uh, you you watch one documentary of how that's made, and you never want it. You don't even want to say head cheese. <laughs> head. I don't know. I've eaten it. I know where it comes it's, from. It's gross. You, it, you, like, yeah. How, how do they make it? Do they just super boil a bunch of meat until it turns into gelatinous? Uh, they, paste? they they literally dunk a head, like like a like a a cow head, like a skull. Just and they just drop it in a bucket and it just ferments for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually disgusting. Like it's super gross. Suddenly, that actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, actually, hence, yeah. hence the uh, the uh, fromage de noggin there. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck that is. Did not tet fromage, fromage de tet fromage de tet casca fuck, which is very different from a tet de fromage, which would be a cheese head or tet vu. Order's important, kids. Speaking of, I'm not Roland. Are, are you sure? You you could be. I'm I mean, distinctly not noodle-like. You're you're sitting in his spot. I mean, but I don't sound like Adam, and therefore I can't be him. I still have never understood. <laughs> no, it's just a, you're both the same person. <laughs> yeah, but when we're all here and there's four people talking at once, trickery. It's like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. You just both talk so quickly. But by the way, that was probably one of the funnest games to mess around with as an adult. Exactly. Right? See? Which, like even YouTube. Which recently. game? Uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's Mystery Mall Magic. <laughs> because... What? So, hang on. Eh. Uh, i like how audible that was what um oh what so what happened in the game so you you basically like 
all the rest of it's just like useless crap. Like you don't do anything, but the one thing is you can put on a stage performance and you can like, you can like add or subtract backup dancers. You can have like lights. You can, you know, be like street side on actual stage, but you do like a little mini concert as part of the game as one of the little mini games. And, but you can import your own music by <laughs> so you go and part music you take out the game disc and put in your own music disc and upload the music from your disc so i used to do like really gnarly like grindcore and like disgusting metal <laughs> you would. so then it's like mary kate so ashley olsen like just dead it's like, oh, it, was, it was like it was a good time that like, that sounds like something we need to do on eight bit animals Oh, oh, it's, it's honestly, God. it's a good oh. time. Oh, boy. Because it's, it's so happy. And there's glitter and lights and backup dancers, and it's good. It's a good time. Uh, oh, that sounds <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Fucking uh, make him. Oh, God, I can't name, remember the name of that fucking band. It's like Murder Death or some shit like that. Well, there's there's Death. Probably Murder Death. Death murder. There's just throw on some dying fetus. That'll do it. I, um, the, band I mean, names. I know. Of it's, course, that's of course that's a band. Uh, Napalm Death. Yeah, Napalm Death. Yeah, there we oh, go. Oh, this is something you're talking about. That that was the greatest part of Silicon Valley. Yeah, uh, he, he put a portion of a Napalm De- Napalm Death song as his alert when Bitcoin was was fluctuating but he had it as loud as he possibly could so everyone's there's working and it was just like and it was just like everyone would yeah. freak the shit out of everyone it's so good like um, it's so funny uh, uh, i'm gonna see this. if i could find just like that that the, little the snippet oh it's definitely gonna be a thing because like yeah it's just like because you know how like there he's like how often is it gonna go off and, <laughs> and he's like well bitcoin is very volatile as it goes off a couple more times. <laughs> By the way, if you uh, haven't seen Silicon Valley, I really fucking need to start watching it. I I know I know like you mentioned before that it's really close to your wheelhouse. I, I it's think, a bit I too think, real. Yeah, that's that's what it was for me. Is like I saw the first like bits of like the first couple episodes, and I was just like, yeah, it, that 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 here it is. Here's here's the sound. And apparently it's a whole song. Not like brace, oh yeah, no, it's a it is a whole brace song. for this impact. Is an, this is an entire song. Yeah, so that but <laughs> imagine that like filling a room like deafening every time Bitcoin, <laughs> every time Bitcoin went Bitcoin up and down. <laughs> no, it yeah, like okay, so Silicon Valley, right? It's yeah, for me it just would it hit so close to home. Like it, it just it was it was too real. It was too real, man. It's so good, though. It really is. Like, no, I just need to get into it, and then I'm sure I will watch all of it. Oh, probably. Um, it, it, it's one of those shows where, like, I'm really glad because my least favorite character is no longer on the show. He's gone because he was just annoying. I understood the purpose he was filling. I, th- I think I know who you're talking Ehrlich? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is that, isn't that the guy who did the voice for, like, IROC and stuff? And Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah it's the guy I was thinking of. Uh, the guy who called in a bomb threat on a train. I because oh, saw was, that. Yes. Because he was shit-faced and was didn't a like train? a woman. Was it on a plane? Or no, a it was on a train. What oh, about okay, an automobile? Yeah, t- t- told to 
uh, called 911 and told him that this woman that he had an argument with on a train had a bomb in her purse. <laughs> <laughs> now that's now that's taken a practical joke to the next <laughs> that's level. Pretty pro revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, because the police caught on very quickly. Very quickly. I mean, yeah. all they'd have to do is look in her purse. Yeah, I'd be like, nope. Yeah, and then they're like, uh, so you said there was a bomb. We found no bomb, though. What do you have to say for yourself? And his, his response was doubling down. He's like, no, there definitely was a bomb there. There For sure. For sure was a bomb. <laughs> Whole time bomb. Well, that's how you get taken to the station. Yeah, yep. well, he's been charged now yep. with submitting a false report or whatever. Justifiably so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think with that show too, right, it's like, is the, I, again, I don't want any of the character names, but the main character, right? The guy who like invents Pied R- Piper. Richard. Richard, yeah. Richard yeah. He is basically what I imagine Zuckerberg was like 10 years ago. No, no. Zuckerberg no, was like an that. asshole. Zuckerberg was a condescending, conceited, selfish, self-obsessed asshole. Hell, when Facebook was first starting out, he was quoted in saying, they're just giving it to me. They're just giving all of their information to me. The morons. I mean, he was an (laughs) MIT, like, dropout. He yep. was an MIT dropout. MIT dropout. MIT like, dropout. so at into MIT, which is more than I can say. So, no, no. Richard is more like what I imagine Wozniak would have been like quiet, nerdy. And then Jobs comes along and goes, Hey, I can sell this because I'm loud and charismatic. All the things you're not. And then that happened. I could. Uh, I don't know. The Waz is pretty charismatic, but the, the wizard, not, the Wizard of Waz, really? not doing wrong. Not to the level of not. He, he's more like go have a beer with him. Uh, I I think he'd be really awkward. Have you heard him in his interviews I've, where he talks about Apple? He's like, no, it's just it's great. It's it's absolutely great. And they're like, what do you think of Samsung's new new Android phone? He's like, they're they're great. They're absolutely great. <laughs> Oh, what do you think of the new uh, the new movie coming out about uh, Steve Jobs and his life? Oh, it was great. It was really great. Uh, wh- but what about the part where uh, you know a lot of it uh, d- didn't actually happen? He's like, well, you know, they had their reasons, and it was great. It was just, it was great. Like, did he did he have a Brendan fucking... Fraser level of of inter- Have you seen his new interview? That's what I imagine that being like. Poor Brendan Fraser was like. Just, just the bee's knees for so long. He still is, but they like he he started in a new show, and they, like the the host I can't remember who, but he was just like he was like trying to get fucking something out of him. <laughs> and Frazier looks like a pretty charismatic guy, like he would be. But apparently, like after kind of Hollywood, he was done. He sort of secluded himself in the woods, so now he has like a cabin, like way way out. In the boonies. Are you telling me he actually became George of the Jungle? Basically, yeah. Like he's... He also got fucked over hard. Uh, he had a bunch of medical issues and shit that happened. Yeah, mm. like, I, I think his, well, I think his kid was super sick, too, yeah. I think. But he, yeah, he legitimately, like, moved out and he does his, like, all his own stuff and, like, cuts his wood and, like, doesn't have a running power and no, no, like, running toilet. And, like, he does his thing, like, his own thing. But, like, in the interview, they're just like... Yeah, so how do you feel? Like, why don't you explain this next scene? And he's just like, uh, 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 
So the characters, um, one of the ones I play, uh, it's, uh, he's, he's like a, he's a <laughs> wow. guy. He's a guy. Um, you know, he's, he's a regular guy. And I was like, what? What happened? Like, <laughs> like, did somebody give Brandon Fraser a lobotomy? Like, when, when I went looking? Like, well, um, and that's the thing is, like, every interview I have ever seen, every account I have ever seen of Steve Wozniak doing anything, <laughs> he's super socially awkward. And to get around it, he's just very positive about everything all the time. That is his response. To Why is not... that a bad thing, though? Like, that doesn't seem like a bad because thing. Because some things objectively suck, okay? <laughs> I mean, vacuum cleaners, I suppose. Like, like you know, like, like My Miley Cyrus, okay? Just not good. Not good music. Ratings would beg to dare. So that... Uh, I mean, to your object. Anyway, <laughs> the charts, I was the trying to give you a segue into Zuckerberg in the first place, and you just whiffed it like I couldn't believe. You, well, missed, you so missed the segue. That's that's okay. I gave you the perfect opening to your segment. Well, Mark Zuckerbot, um, <laughs> booster chair Zuckerberg. If you haven't seen him, just log on to Reddit. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> like, he he is the new meme. Oh, God, so the backstory. Ever... So. Those of you who may remember last week, I did my segment on Cambridge Analytica, and I was talking about a lot of that stuff. And this is basically an extension of that. So the whole like, oh shit, Facebook gave away everybody's shit to the campaign heads for the entire Republican Party and Brexit and all of that I mean, shit. And and well, and yeah, they uh, so they hauled him into a congressional hearing. Yep, and. <laughs> Unfortunately, like other than the memes, which have been hilarious, like the my favorite one is the smile slider. Oh, oh that's my the God. Best one. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, we have ads. And then he like slowly smiles. It was terrifying. And then slowly stops smiling. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody put us a, a little slider bar underneath and like smile, unsmile. I, I also enjoy the. The is this Zuckerberg's first time trying water? That one. <laughs> he's got the little cup, and he's just like, he's just like, oh, what's this? And it's like just a little glass of water, and he's just like, like the top. I don't even know if he got any, but he's just like, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a good year. Like, and he like, a, like, yeah, like, just a look on his face is like, well, he was trying like, to check to see if it was Voss water, if they were gonna serve him some swill like Perrier. I was just, I just like. Like it's like he didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like maybe that was just what his... is this, okay. Evian? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, throw okay. it out. I can't imagine how intimidating it is to actually be thrown into a room in the middle of that little like, you know, thou shalt now be holding to the truth. Okay. In intimidating for who? I mean, because it wasn't intimidating for Zuckerberg. Probably not. One of the richest people alive, who, if found guilty of anything and told that he would have to go spend all of his time in fucking Guantanamo, would just fuck off on his private jet to his private island and live in luxury for the rest of his life. I mean, I mean, there is that it's risk not, of not losing scary. your fortune. In. 
Because well, here's the thing, right? Uh, do you really think any of his fortune probably is not. in anything that any government can touch? He probably has that shit in like Swahili dollars. That's going to be a lot of Swahili dollars. <laughs> yeah. like, like there is. He is the Swahili economy. Yeah. He is unfucking touchable. If anything happens, he'd just be like, so Russia, uh, Snowden deal. Uh, and they'd be like, yeah, America hates you, obviously. And then he'd just go there. Like, there, there, literally nothing can happen to this man. No matter what goes down, he's still going to be living the most luxurious of luxurious lifestyles possible. So what you're saying is that the status of this is complicated. <laughs> Fucking, but like... I don't know. The thing that gets me is that that entire congressional hearing is pulling a fucking the internet is a series of tubes bullshit again. Like, I don't know if any of them have any idea what the fuck is going on. Because the concern is All they care about is it got them into power. It, well, the, the concern isn't that Facebook broke a law. The concern isn't that... Uh, you know, the users have no control over the privacy. The concern isn't that Facebook isn't following their terms of service, right? The concern is that there is zero regulation at all around websites like Facebook who can do whatever the fuck they want with your data as you have agreed to let them do whatever the fuck they mm -hmm. want with your data. You, you've just opened up to whatever they actually decide to yeah. do or handle. And like, you know, so they're asking questions like, oh, uh, you know, what was one of them? He was like, uh, are you going to give me as a user the right to see who has access to my data? And he's like, you already have that. We give you a list of applications. Well, the follow-up question then wouldn't be, well, would you let me not do that? Because, yes, you can do that on Facebook. See the list of shit that you gave access to your Facebook page mm -hmm. and turn it off. You can. Yeah, That's not the question. Yeah. The question is, no, Facebook, who are you giving my data to without my knowledge yeah yeah that's the question yeah because that's what happened right the people used cambridge analytica and agreed and then those people using their friend status with other people were able to view fa the facebook pages of different people so those people didn't agree to let Facebook or Facebook Analytica, Cambridge Analytica Cambridge use their data. They just got sucked into this black hole, right? Which theoretically was against Facebook's terms of service for Cambridge Analytica, but, but not really. So it's like, you know, really what they should be doing is asking, you know, is what regulation can we give you that you don't want us to? What is it in Phrased this politically, but yes, literally, I would literally ask him. I'd be like, uh, what law could I pass that you would absolutely hate right now? As if you would ever get a straight answer for something like that. I mean, he's under oath. <laughs> okay. But we know truth That's is horrible. a single thing. You can take truth and stretch the fuck yeah. out of that. Uh, no, it'd start off with like, okay, so I'm, I'm going to give you a list of laws. Uh, 
law one. Let's say let's when. Say when. <laughs> law one. We uh, we we uh, demand that you release all user data to the users. It just unload it. That that a bad idea? Yeah. Okay, that's a bad idea. I agree. That's a bad idea. Next, uh, we shut down Facebook. No, don't like that one. Okay. Uh, well, and again, and here's the thing, right? Congress would never do that because then you're taking away the circuses from the all essential bread and circuses. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not kidding, right? Like at the end of the day, most people still have no idea this has happened yeah. because either it's not on their newsfeed because they're not friends with someone who's reasonable uh, or all the people who are reasonable aren't on Facebook. <laughs> see, what I want, what I want to see is a law going in that basically makes it so a website whose content is user-based, so this will be sites like Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, mm -hmm. YouTube, so basically any social network and any page like where like DeviantArt, FA, uh, YouTube, all that shit, anything where it's user content that is being hosted on your site, right? Uh, once you reach a certain size, you would fall under community hub laws, as in you now have to follow the same laws the government does, as in you cannot restrict speech. You cannot, uh, you cannot remove people for, uh, saying shit about your platform, right? You can't remove dissenting opinions. You can't you know, bias information. You can't favor one thing over another. Like, you know, like the whole religious thing, like all that shit. Suddenly now, once you reach a certain size, that applies to you. You might be a, a company, but now that law applies. Okay, so two counters to that is first, at what point is too big? Facebook, Google. If you're owned by Google... Okay. So then second question then would be what financial motive would these companies ever have to allow a law like that to pass? I, they don't have to allow it. It's for me. I don't I think you remember what country you're talking about here. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like anybody who tried to pitch any sort of a law like that, they would get the shit lobbied out of them. In the United States. That's another thing that just needs to go away. Well, but yes, yeah, it, absolutely. It's a systemic issue. It's pretty ridiculous. Right, and we talked about it before. But I mean, it's it, again, is okay, so under at what financial incentive or at what, or I guess, disincentive would ever exist for a company to allow you to talk shit when you're the one paying for their server space? That, that's the problem, is it's not a financial question. It's a moral question. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. right. And that and that's the issue. Right. Because, you know, here's the thing. YouTube doing you, you know what would solve a lot of YouTube's problems? If YouTube could look at the advertisers and be like, we can't do shit about it. The law says we, we can't. I mean, yeah, we have your, to let them ads, post it. Your ads go everywhere. Your ads go Merry everywhere. Or they go nowhere. Pick one. Because American law, you don't like it. Talk to the government. Well, then all the advertisers suddenly, they, even the advertisers, you know, McDonald's is like, yeah, my video, my ad went on this KKK video, uh, but we can't do anything about it. Right. It takes the responsibility 
off of the advertisers. It ends the adpocalypse. It ends all this shit. It reinstates free speech as much as having people in the KKK talking on YouTube sucks. We also have people on the far left talking on YouTube. So it's like, I mean, free speech yeah, it's is its own double-edged sword. Yeah. Right? It is. And honestly, it, like, while free speech is a double-edged sword, and it definitely has its downsides, the pros in my mind definitely outweigh the cons. Because, hey, as a gay person, gay rights literally only exist because free speech laws allowed people to demand them. So they're kind of important to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And I think they really should apply to spaces like Twitter, like YouTube, like Facebook, all that shit. And then on top of that uh, as well, suddenly advertising laws start becoming a thing, right? And, uh, you know, things like uh, that whole Russia troll thing. Well, now Facebook isn't only mandated to do something about it because the government said they should but now they legally are required to be like hey advertising well you fall under american advertising laws now so things like people posting erroneous shit that gets spread around due to paid advertising that's about you know whatever bullshit in american politics is happening now you know pizza gate or whatever the fuck it is well <laughs> That falls under American advertising law, and you can't just say that shit in advertising in America. You can't. You just you can't. There's uh, there's actual laws against doing that. Well, same in Canada too. You've got the the truth in advertising. Exactly. Yeah. Right. right. But that's just it. Is I I see where you're going, and you want it to to fall under so that there are protections. Exactly. And specifically so that the the advertiser and the the host can take an action yeah instead of becoming defensive yeah so it's basically what i want or is taking payment, that you become yeah. you, you fall under the same laws that the american government does as far as freedom of speech and you know truth in advertising and all that kind of shit but on top of that as well like like i don't know i'm always going to vote for the most anti-corporate version of any law that's <laughs> put in front of me so in my mind it's like what advertisers any kind of advertising whatsoever has to go through a six-month approval period stamps done right Give there me all the approved stamps yeah yeah oh another another law that comes in that says any ad to go through a website ever has to be delayed by five years yep i mean <laughs> we're doing that, that one as fuck yeah i, I don't care it did it makes it harder for corporations to take over the world. I'm doing it like <laughs> we're already we're already basically in a, you know, corporate feudalism government right now. And I'm I'm kind of done with it. <laughs> Idiocracy I don't know. Is feudalism coming. implies a lot of small fiefdoms. But I mean, then you've got companies like Montessero or Sinclair. I, hey, there were large kingdoms in feudalism. No, those were kingdoms. So what? <laughs> Still. Okay, semantics. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> there were large things in feudalism. Areas that people all agreed. Um, and, and, like, I had someone tell me, they're like, yeah, but for, for feudalism to exist, serfism must exist. I'm like, we're heading there. What do you think minimum wages? <laughs> we're heading there right now. 
<laughs> we 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 got rid of their first attempt, which was the company store. Got rid of that one, and now they're trying it again with the we're just not gonna pay you as much as possible. We're just nothing. The more reliant you are on just us allowing you to exist, the better. And that's happening on the internet too, like to the point where you know, if you want to be successful on the internet, you'd better fucking have a Facebook page and Instagram and Twitter page and all that shit. And you better hope that YouTube doesn't just sort of decide one day that they don't want to promote you, quote unquote, and thus make you invisible on the website for anyone who doesn't directly search for your shit. So it, I don't know. Hilariously enough. It's it's very similar in the professional sports world as well. Yep. I was talking to a member of a certain sports team and he had mentioned that um like what his like practice schedule was, what his workout schedule was, things like that and I was like, "Holy shit, like that's a lot." Like that's a lot. And you know, he just basically like spat out the cold hard truth that he's just like if i don't practice this much and if i don't go to the gym this much and i don't do these things this much he's like what's to stop them from just getting rid of me he's mm -hmm. like they'll just find somebody else he's I mean, like you're very much disposable at the same time we are talking about somebody again if this is somebody who's like an nhl or an nfl or or whatnot player like well, this is someone who has paid an exorbitant amount of money to hit a piece of frozen rubber around a frozen pond. NHL, no, no, this is this but, is a this is a a big league, but not quite. It's, yeah, but remember, those uh, are like the top if, players, right? Yeah. That make that kind of money. If this was CFL, he was probably making sixty thousand. They don't make much. Oh, I know, I know, I know. CFL doesn't. So, <laughs> um, WHL thirty grand a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't make a lot until you get really big, but I mean, it's not it's not a like a lavish lifestyle like, you know, professional sports and then that professional like a star player is like yeah, it's like night and day yeah. in in salary, so. Yeah. And, but th that's it's the same thing though, right? It's like you're completely disposable. So it's like if you if you don't decide yeah. that you want to, you know, shamelessly promote yourself at every fucking curb, then Basically, I just want protections for people to stop companies like Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from digitally disappearing people. Because mm -hmm. that's basically what's happening right now. You, you want things to be more of an actual community and less of like popular people shouting kind of the thing. loudest. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, I and mean, not... the biggest thing, though, is like, unless you decide to start making Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, just, you know, public, like, like, uh, like crown corporations, right? Like, again... And I said this, I mean, so, we were talking about this in the pre-show, is like the moment that Facebook announced they were going publicly traded, I was like, oh, this is going to work out so fucking well. Well, so here's the thing. Are news agencies Crown Corporation? Uh, CBC is. And no, but all of them? Uh, no. Well, the greater majority are not. The But all of them have to follow laws <laughs> and well, regulations regarding the news that they put out. See, you say that. But, but the National Enquirer exists? Yes. Or Sinclair exists. Sinclair terrifies me. Hey, I was excited that Bat Boy was getting married. But that's the thing. <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, McDonald's is not a crown corporation, but they have food standards laws they have to adhere to. I'm saying that Facebook should have a, you know, a, uh, what is it? A, uh, 
How, what, what would be the word for this? Like uh, a community standard law. Yeah, like a like some kind of non-bias law. I I think that maybe maybe like five to ten years ago, it wouldn't necessarily be as important. But we're definitely getting to the point where this shit is used so heavily by so many and has such a huge user base that it needs standards and regulations to protect. Like it, like I understand why, you know, like I said, five to 10 years ago, they were like, no big deal. I, I can't, I kind of in a way get it. Cause it's not, it's not a, the fucking mammoth monster it is now, but now it's to a point where they, they have to, it's not really like a choice thing. It's like a, we must, we must now kind of figure out how the fuck to deal with this yeah. before it gets out of hand to the point where they can't deal with it. Yeah. Well, uh, um, and also just real quick, Dr. Pidgeot said that this is apparently our hundredth episode mm, of this 29 season. plus eight. Well, we started at minus 70. So next episode would be our hundredth, wouldn't it? I don't uh, know. No, this is the hundredth because you guys did a zero. Oh, we did do a zero. Yeah. Oh. Well, hooray! A hundredth episode. Uh, <laughs> and and Jimmy is we're saying, good at math. And Jimmy is saying to look up the Data Protection Act. Uh, something similar applied to Facebook might work, uh, but would require heavy enforcement. Well, the other problem <clears throat> too, though, is that right again, thinking back to my my bit I did last week is. There's a very real possibility that Cambridge Analytica and Aggregate HQ or IQ already have violated existing privacy laws and they don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, and that, so, that's the other half is once you have a law, you then also need to enforce. Yeah. Right. And you need to enforce um, punitively. And yeah. it's teeth. Well, and, and that's the, 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 the thing is, we, we also need effective ways to do it. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who think way too inside the box with things are like, Oh, the best way to people to stop people from doing this shit is to you know, make the punishment worse. No, yeah. Let's let's just let's just take you know teenagers as an example. There, that okay. So so when your when your mom or your dad is like you're grounded, well, guess I can't go out. Yeah, sneak out. No, yeah. not a. Now I'm learning fucking, how to tie a knot. Yeah, yeah, like not a fucking chance. You are uh, gonna find every bedsheet in that house and my make parents, a rope. Like, my parents would uh, got tired of me staying up late uh, on the internet, and so they started uh, unplugging the modem and then locking it in my mom's office. Mm -hmm. So you, I, you learned how to lock pick. Didn't I, you? I learned how to pick locks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Every parent of our age, I think, went through something similar. It, I, I know I how to break net nanny. I know how to break. My my uh, parents learned the the hard way. The lesson that all of the anti uh, uh, what's it uh, anti piracy people learned, which is if you make a better lock, you just make better lock pickers. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's all that happens. Well, <laughs> well, when I say teeth, I mean again, the only way you're ever going to do it, at least in the sense of a corporation, is like. You need to find the shit out of them. You, you can't just find them because they will just start budgeting for it. Yeah, right. You need that, to. That's why you need to make them the the punitive enough that it is something that's like. No, oh. it needs to be your execs start going to jail. Yeah, right. Mm. You need you need to have <laughs> have. It's, it's, it's funny to say real world consequences for it, right? Yeah. Right. Like like that's the thing is 
I, I mean, I know that there's that whole, like, legal fucking my corporation makes it so that I'm not responsible, blah, blah. I'm sorry, but that uh, part of that needs to be amended. Because I am very <laughs> sick of Megacorp CEOs being literally Count Dooku <laughs> and then not dying. Not, not being able to be held responsible. N- not being put into the fucking electric chair. Yeah. Because that's what needs to start happening with some of these people. Jesus. Well, well, I think I think the problem is is that like a monetary fine just kind of like it really matters. It really matters. It really matters. Like our level, below, above, little bit, little bit, and it just kind of hits a peak where after that they don't really fucking care. It's just kind of like. You know, like at our level, if you get like a $600 speeding ticket or something like that, it's like, Jesus Christ, how am I going to, you know, well, I guess I'm eating macaroni for the next two weeks. Like, you yeah. know, th- there's that. But when it reaches a level, those the megacorps don't give a shit. Like, they, re- they really don't. Like monetary, I, like, like. I do agree. The whole like, uh, yeah, I'm not responsible for the actions of my corporation. The whole the corporation is all the personal profit without any of the. Yeah, I. I yes. I don't like that. I don't. In my mind, the more profit you make, the more risk there should be. Uh, like people are like, well, if there's so much risk, what, what motivation do people have to do the? Well, I don't know. A fucking Bugatti Veyron's kind of <laughs> nice. <laughs> like. High risk, high but, reward. Uh, well, that, and that, that's the problem: is these megacorps are no longer high risk. There's nothing high risk about Google. I'm sorry, but there's not. Google could tank tomorrow and like just bankrupt. And literally every one of those execs is retiring in fucking Fiji. So they don't care. There is literally nothing that happens. Like I was saying with with Mark Zuckerberg, they could find him guilty of fucking treason and he fucks off to Russia and lives in luxury. Like there there is nothing bad that you can do to these people because when you're that rich, your home it could be literally anywhere on earth and it would be gorgeous. So they're like, like, you know, like when you're that rich, you can buy a chunk of Iran like, and, and just like turn it into a nice place because you're friends with all of the fucking super corrupt government out there. And they wouldn't even touch you because you just pay them off. You'd be like, oh, there's a militia. Have a million dollars and some guns. Go away, please. And they'd be like, oh, thanks, mister, and leave. Like, fucking, when you have that much money, <laughs> there are no fucking consequences. Just, just throw planned go- this out, hasn't he? Just throw gold bars at the villagers. Like, leave me alone! <laughs> like, there are no consequences when you're that rich, and that's a problem that needs to stop. Absolutely needs to stop. Like You realize you've just described all of history ever, right? It's. I just just described the reason the fucking French Revolution happened. Like, I'm I'm sick of it. So, I'm sick so of these people being untouchable. We need to round up all of the CEOs and cut their heads off. No, because <laughs> that, <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. No, because because <laughs> that's the Ukraine starvation crisis waiting to happen. We need to not do that either. You're looking uh, at me confused. A little bit. In, I, I don't know about this crisis. In, in the, the Soviet Russia, they killed all the farmers in the Ukraine the, because they owned land. They were the bourgeoisie. They killed them all. Uh, and then, they, I mean, they had I'm, having, I'm having an issue equating Ukrainian farmers to 
they were 18th the, century French aristocracy. They were but, all the quote unquote rich people of the area slash time. And they killed them. And that was bad. Don't do that. That leads to rough shit. That it's a bad idea. Don't round up the CEOs and chop their heads off. I'm saying make them fucking accountable for the shit they do. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. But yeah. the problem is to do that. You'd need to stay at the same company for more than a quarter. I, I don't care. Like, you know, it, it's one of those things like, okay, Mark Zuckerberg fucks up and shit. Well, all right, then. No, you don't get a chance to leave. You're not leaving the courtroom. You don't get a chance to leave on your jet. You're going to jail and a high security one at that until we get you sorted out. Like there, there needs to be a, we're going to not let you do this anymore. Your execs start going to jail for the shit that they do. Let's make it real fucking clear that when you pull bullshit, your golden parachute is no longer going to save you. Again, though, this goes back to the whole problem of, and we've talked about this before, is you need to be able to get the money out of politics in general in the first place. Because the golden parachute that you're trying to cut out from them is... Also, the guilt, the same golden parachute that is being paid for for all of those senators on that hearing board. Well, it—that's what I'm just saying. Like it's, it's well, and that's the thing is that that's part of the whole issue is yeah. that money needs to stop meaning the same thing as political power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that, that's definitely a long-term goal. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a later thing. We'll uh, put that in your five-year <laughs> portion of your plan. Is uh is anybody else having like, a comedic mental image of Zuckerberg <laughs> in a high-security prison? Because uh, <laughs> that that seems like uh, as long as they give him a booster cushion, it, it seems yeah. a little bit like a sitcom. Is what oh. you're saying? Oh, he would. Boom, 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 boom. He would just be the biggest bitch there. <laughs> just 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 the big like like i own you now kind yeah. of like fuck if i was there the, oh my no, god he wouldn't because he'd be able to say tiny i know what you were doing three years ago you know in august <laughs> there's at the no lake. one has that brain <laughs> what do you how do you know what do you mean because i know how much data exists <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Mad Dog. Remember when you changed your relationship status to "It's complicated"? Well, <laughs> yeah, he would be uh. like, he would be like uh, Kingpin. Just the entire prison would just be. What? What is that, Mister Zuckerberg? Oh, of course, Mister Zuckerberg. Here, let me get that for you. He would have like the bodyguard of all of like the biggest, buffest guys in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. I, I I'd be more liable to call him a queen pin than a king pin. I think. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, he just he just doesn't seem aggressive enough. <laughs> like it's, it's always like, the quiet ones you got to watch out for. Like, it, it's one of those things that confuses the shit out of me when it's like that that you know woman who's poor and bordering on homeless steals a chocolate bar and goes to jail for six years. But that guy who embezzled $600 million out of the company's pension fund fucking over, you know, 10,000 employees gets a $100,000 fine and six months probation. Like, how the fuck? Yeah, it, it really is that doesn't insane? seem to equate, right? Yeah, the legal system's a little bit backwards. Like, it should be, like, sentence per dollar value. Like... You know, every one hundred dollars that you that you steal for theft 
right? Like, even if it's like embezzling or anything like that, hell, do, like dollars lost due to not fulfilling your fiduciary du- duties for the company kind of thing, that counts too. Every hundred dollars is a new larcen- count of larceny. And each each one of those sentences must be served consecutively. Yeah, there. Well, I've never. When, when you have to specify that you have to serve sentences <clears throat> consecutively, that always confused me. Because why bother sentencing multiple times if you're only gonna serve the longest time? It's always been well because I, I guess, guess they for have... for smaller cases it might be more lenient it's so they have the Mm. chance of reprieve right like like when you have multiple life sentences like it's so that they give you a chance you you technically shouldn't get a chance but it's so that they you get an appeal of some sort you know after x amount of years for them to be like still want to murder people yeah. I mean, okay. All right, back in. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I am, I am a proponent of rehabilitation over just raw punishment in in the prison system. That's entirely another discussion. Um, but there, there are, are some like, monsters. Oh yeah, there are there. some people who just need to be thrown in a very dark hole and just forgotten about. See, Definitely. That, that's the thing is, I'm one of those people where I'm like against the death penalty mostly. Yeah. There, see, there, there are there are some people out there that. don't deserve to be alive they just don't like that woman who murdered her child to get back at her husband nah Mm -mm. no (laughs) yeah that that's that's a no like (laughs) like like that's the thing is uh, like for me like to prove to get someone the death penalty it'd have to be like something that would be reasonably considered an egregious crime like beyond normal just like like murdering a couple people wouldn't even fit the bill right like this has to be some sick shit and then on top of that you have to prove it's intentional and that also they're not um uh, uh remorseful about it if you meet those three standards i'm sorry but the, there's there are better things than we have to do with our time than the, try to deal with your shit in a prison system. The shitty part of that though is that, as like I've watched, there's there's a lots of cool new documentaries on Netflix, um, like Encounters with Evil. Um, I can't remember. There's uh, crap. Yeah, I can't I can't remember the other ones, but um, there's a few of them that are all talking about like you know, um. Uh, Ian Brady, Myra Hindley, uh, like um, John Wayne Gacy, and all like the big awful, awful people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eileen Wiranos, um, uh, like all these people, and like how awful they are. The problem is, is though, is like any time somebody gets, and some of them are legitimate. Like, I mean, as awful as the shit that happened, like so, some of the things are legitimate. That it, the problem is, is that the gray area enters where are they mentally stable? And too often, it's like there's people with legitimate, like there is a serious fucking screw loose and they don't know how to function in regular society. And then there is other people that take advantage of the fact that there is reprieve for the insane and that with people with mental issues and then people will mm-hmm. will take advantage of that. So as much as I would love 
that kind of like, you know, you, you get can, the bullet, you don't get the bullet. You can see the abuse that could come from from too easily replicated conditions. Because it, yeah. it's all, all it's ever going to be is just be like, insanity. Yep. Crazy. Just take me it, away. It like, is a lot harder to claim insanity than you would imagine, though. They, they, do, they do get tested, but there's, there's nothing to say. There's absolutely well, zero to say that we haven't sent a bunch of sane people that just really didn't want to deal with their sentence to the loony bin and are well, now getting but, three squares a day in nice, okay, comfy white. But, but in that <laughs> case, best case scenario, they're still serving a life term in a fucking loony bin. So that I, I mean, I, you're you're OK. I'm like OK it. with that. <laughs> like. Uh, you know, the oubliette. The oubliette. It, there, it also there. depends what loony bin, because I'm sure there's, uh, I'm sure there's ones that are kind of shitty, less than hospitable. Just yeah. send them all to Brookhaven. The- yeah. <laughs> but you, wow, welcome. all of this from uh, from our, there was a couple mm-hmm. comments from in Zuckerberg. The chat that I wanted to talk about. Uh, what was it? Here we go. Um, I guess while you're looking at that, so oh, I mean, yeah, I just wanted to comment on this thing Jimmy said. He was saying, uh, if you can't take responsibility for the actions of your corporations, split it up. Exactly, exactly. If you, I, if you start seeing people becoming responsible for the shit that their corporation does, you're gonna start seeing much smaller corporations, much mm-hmm. smaller ones, which also means better competition. Yeah. And- yeah. Oh, yeah. I've said it before and I will say it again and again and again. I am an enormous fan of competition, right? Like, I mean, I've pretty much gone on record as being, you know, somewhat of an Apple fanboy. I absolutely yeah. am grateful for the fact that Samsung and Huawei and all those other guys still exist because all of those companies are keep one, keeping one another on their toes. Yeah, I, I, I still feel like, you know, for any corporation, every dollar over $100 million is taxed at a 100% rate. And not like dollar of any, every dollar of gross revenue over a hundred million is taxed at a one hundred percent rate. <laughs> not that would, that would not, give the government an awful lot of money. Oh yeah, it would. It would also leave lead to a lot of corporations splitting up. I, yeah. I mean, it would also lead to like, I mean, some of an the economic are, collapse. Yeah. Obviously, but yeah, yeah, duh. <laughs> but not just that, but also, like, I mean, <laughs> shit just wouldn't advance. Like, it is expensive to research research shit. Yeah, so you now have to hire eight companies to do it, or fifteen companies would have to collaborate on it. That that seems messy in the way of. Have you ever tried to get fifteen? Like, have you, have you ever done something? a group? Have you ever done a group project in school? <laughs> like, I mean, hell, four people, and you've always got Tiffany, yeah. who's off in the back texting, going, "I, oh, I, I don't have. know what formatting we're going to use." But have you ever done a group project with a group of actually competent people? Oh my yes. god, it's so nice. But oh, it's so good until yeah. one of them thinks that what you're doing is wrong, because <laughs> then they're just sure. <laughs> no, this, you're you're putting the wrong formatting on this on this citation. We're gonna lose marks. I think uh, we should go with copper plate yeah. for the title. I think we should move on though. TLDR: <laughs> Facebook bad, money and politics bad. Uh, Shot the heads off executives. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, that, v- of all the things, that's the message we want you to take. Uh, no, don't yeah. do that. Viva la revolution. Viva la revolution. <laughs> all right. Well, who Sit else down. has a thing? Um, uh, um, uh, if nobody else has a thing, somebody. Uh, if nobody else uh, 
<laughs> if nobody else has a thing, somebody in the chat did ask about what we think about the whole Russia-Syria situation. Oh, I can sum that one up in a whole sentence. Yeah. Get Trump away from his Twitter account. This sounds like, like something I probably didn't pay attention to. It uh, Basically, uh, another chemical attack happened in Syria. Um, Trump got his fat fucking fingers on his keyboard again. Uh, tweeted out that they were going to bomb Syria and this chemical animal Assad. Russia goes back and says, uh, you know, this could lead to problems. And then Trump goes back and says, oh, well, you know, when I was saying imminent, I didn't mean like it could be imminent or it could not be imminent. Um, so because, you not know, imminent at all. Yeah, that that's basically the TLDR of that one. It's again, just Trump touched his keyboard. So it's just Trump. Before uh, he needs to yeah. stop using his fat fucking fingers for Twitter and start using his politically responsible the, fingers. Yes. See, the, the nihilistic and semi self destructive part of me says, "Yeah, just bomb it. Fuck it." We've been trying. Uh, they've been doing that themselves for the yeah, last no, nine no. years. I mean, literally, just carpet bomb the capital of Syria and just be like, "There you go. This is what happens." You know, there's a lot of like. Women civilians and and living in Aleppo, and... right? I did say the nihilistic, self-destructive part of me, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. See, again, I'd be all for the United States. And maybe not quote, Aleppo. I don't think Assad's there. Quote, you know, quote, unquote, burning itself to the ground. But I know how much collateral damage would reach me right here if that happened. And I don't want that. No. <laughs> Oh, cool. Like, I've my, heard of some people going... My headphones the, aren't working anymore. Yeah. Like, I've heard of some people going with the whole, like, just glass it, put it in a dome, and give it 50 years to cool off. And, and, and like, and that's the thing, is, like, find out where Assad is and just fuck the whole place up. Just completely. And stare Russia right in the eye while you're doing it. And then also tell them, I dare you to send troops here. I dare you. But that's the whole problem is it's the I dare you part. Because, again, the what would happen if they called that bluff? I'd just do it. I'd just keep uh, glassing it. My point is, the consequences of them calling that bluff are too terrible to comprehend. Hence the nihilistic and self-destructive part. <laughs> it's one of those, like, I'm so done with Russia that, fuck it. I mean... Big red button. I, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm in order so in order done. for Star Trek to happen, we do have to have World War Three first, and then we, we need do to not get use some... our science fiction as a guide to the future. All yes. we need to do is get some guy who loves classic rock and roll to go and like, strap some warp engines to an, a decommissioned ICBM. Like today, I was trying to imagine exactly how hard it would be to get like small tactical nukes into Damascus. Thank you, Jimmy. Into all of the required strategic points in Russia to just end the entire government there. The whole thing. Literally every every single ruler in Russia. Every single person in the Russian government just gone. All of them at the same time. I imagine it wouldn't be easy. You're no. talking about trying to do that to a country that's had this game plan since World War II ended. Yeah. And it it would it, it involves like taking what over their fantasy world do you live? 
crazy. <laughs> One where hackers can take over the world. Okay. Are you? Uh, are you just like imagining like carpet bombing like? No, 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 not, not like, carpet bombs. No, no, no. Just like Mission Impossible, sneak little ones That's, all over the no, place. No, 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 this is what I'm saying, though. Like carpet bomb, like elite snipers. Do you know what it sounds like, David? It sounds like the premise for a really interesting stealth game. Yeah. Right? Take as little collateral Russia. damage as possible, but you have to kill all these specific people. Literally all of them. Yeah, all of not them. Not a single one can survive. Yeah. Not one. Sounds like a great video game. And that I, includes the entire oligarchy I, as well. I just see, I just see like the, is that your <laughs> do- Alex also does point out the fact that there are such things as submarines. Yeah. Well, it just means we have to get the ocean. Blow up the ocean! No, you just have to find a way to sneak a nuke onto them. <laughs> well, they're basically already nukes. I was just yeah, about so to... Yeah, so you just have to... You need an inside man. Why do you need a nuke? Literally put a hole in the side. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be that like, big. Just sell them a screen door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, like literally there's a... Boonk, it's like... Oh, we're taking on water. That's unfortunate. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> going down with the ship. Because there's one of two things. They either all drown or they have to go to the surface where you can get them. <laughs> like, just a hole. Why spend all this money on a new? The surface where they need to be to launch their payloads. Exactly. <laughs> Metal Gear Tal does the West a solid <laughs> by destroying the entire Russian fucking ruling class. Uh, I don't know if that'd be doing America a solid, really. I mean, it would be doing them a solid by getting because it would involve taking out all of their nuclear arsenal in order to pull it off without also ending the world. But you'd leave a pretty big vacuum of power. I I would, and and China would most likely fill it. Oh yeah, they're like (laughs) I mean, the neighbors moved out. (laughs) Sadly, we just discussed it. Competition is good. Basically, we'd end up with a Syria the size of Russia. And that would also <laughs> that would be a not problem. Be good either. <laughs> oh, that I don't be... see any of these scenarios ending well. Well, that, that's the thing. Again, it? unless we go to my Star Trek extrapolation. <laughs> yeah, but there was some shit you had to go through before we get there. If We've I... already missed the eugenics wars. I think we're going pretty well so far. Yeah. If I had a genie, instead of wishing for world peace, I'd wish for every evil ruler to die. America would lose a president. It's been nice knowing you. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm not a ruler. So, you know. I'd have to go through like 1,500 pages of definition of terms yeah. to pull that kind of <laughs> no, shit no, no, out. No. Just see the genie. Hold on. Define evil. <laughs> no, 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 hang on. You don't need a fucking genie. You just need the fucking death notebook. Yeah. That's all you need. That's how we do it. We get the death notebook. Then we can systematically murder all the people we don't like. Just, See, just that's send one a... of those messages that I, I never really understood <laughs> giving to kids. Let's face it, though. Japanese animation doesn't exactly the whole have the whole, like, you know, wheel of morality, turn, 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 tell us the lesson that we must learn. Okay, but to be fair, if you're pulling your morals out of Animaniacs, you are also doing it wrong. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think I... <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, what was the morality? What was the moral story in fucking Ren and Stimpy? None. I'm just saying, like <laughs> this, but you know, yeah, like the wheel of morality was was things like you know playing playing football with your grandfather or playing football with your grandfather, you know, stuff. Commas like, are important, kids. Yes, <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. It's kind of like that. Uh, what was it? That oh boy syrup or oh boy, boy syrup. syrup. <laughs> uh, okay. So who has a thing that doesn't involve the systematic murder of a large number of people? There's a drone above our house uh, okay. right now. In order to get rid of the entire ruling class of Russia, how many people would I have to kill? Just how many people would that be? A lot. Is that, are we talking like hundreds or thousands? Poison. All You're the aware war. it's an oligarchy, right? Yes. Yeah. So the entire ruling class. I I feel I feel as though you just have a. Notepad. How do you feel about Bolshevism? <laughs> I don't I don't know what that is. I know I mean I know, I've heard of it. I know it's a thing. I don't know what it is though. Basically, what you're proposing that it's a communist revolution. Yeah, except it's... without the communist part. Also, I, we'd have to <laughs> just get rid of we, that. We'd too. have to. We'd have to. Instill We're going to have a talk of, after this episode. Uh, we'd have to instill some form of a democratic capitalism in there. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, tell I'm going to design a game where you have to achieve some sort of, you know, political end goal, and I'm going to use you for all the no, but wait, that would lead to this bad ends for every situation. <laughs> Beat my game. I I bet you can. <laughs> It's basically like war games. The only way to win is not to play. Oh, my God. Oh, no. You started a communist revolution. Well, that sucks. Game over. Fair Fair error. Error. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I'm pretty sure that you're like, if you if you never get into a position of power enough to like exercise your actual plan A, your plan B will just be like written on a notepad, poison all the borscht. You're just like, well... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if every single bottle of Cristal led to death, we wouldn't be losing out on much. <laughs> <laughs> You're, uh... That's an oddly specific murder vector. <laughs> well, I mean, the only people who it's... drink Cristal are fucking really, really rich people who are conceited enough to drink Cristal. So this is the part where I confess I legitimately don't know what kind of alcohol Cristal actually is. It's uh, champagne. Okay. It's a very, very expensive champagne. An unbelievably expensive champagne. Actually, it might have gotten cheap, because I know a bunch of those like really expensive alcohols, when they became popular, also became cheap, because they realized that everybody wanted it. Um, the so, only one that I always think of with champagne is Dom Perignon, which the last time I saw a bottle of that somewhere was still pretty expensive. That apparently, like, I guess that was the expensive champagne before uh, Crystal. Mm. Uh so, Cristal Brut Vintage, apparently. Uh, Ooh, Brut Vintage. Uh, uh, Ads! I always vintage my brutes. <laughs> das Brut. Das some Bruten. I well, hate... while we're waiting for Tal's phone to do literally anything. Dude, don't you love how <laughs> pop-ups in websites have changed from being a pop-up since, you know, websites just, or like, browsers just don't let you do that anymore to being a fucking div that just pops up in the middle of your fucking browser oh my god <laughs> <laughs> we will add that to the murder list so people who drink crystal and well, people who make pop-ups whilst oh three hundred dollars a bottle yeah that yeah. That, that's not too bad that's pretty expensive for a single bottle that isn't whiskey it's it's very it's very expensive but you pay that for a shot of the <sighs> what is it the rum at añejo oh some of the tequila in añejo is just mental yeah. that falls into that vintage liquor 
category that I know I will never ever enter into unless I win a lottery. That that same bottle has been there well, and will forever be there. <laughs> considering we were at a wine tasting a little bit ago. Oh my god. And they served us a uh a tasting of a wine that was eight hundred dollars a bottle. Oh my god. Uh, that was intended for twenty to twenty five it, it was almost a thousand. Like okay. it was it was like yeah. high nine hundreds. But you're not you're not you're gonna let it sit on your shelf for thirty, forty years. Yeah. Like, they told us a story about how they actually have like a registry when you buy this bottle of wine and twenty years in, someone will come to your house re-cork to it. recork your wine. Yeah, they don't come to your house. They have like little parties at you know, fancy liquor places, but you bring your bottle, they make sure everything is good, they'll recork it, make sure it's still, you know, still aging properly. Because for the amount of time you're supposed to keep that on the shelf, the cork will actually dry out to the point where the wine will start to spoil if you don't do this. Ah, huh. wine insurance. Yeah. Neat. So. It's nice. <laughs> is there the kind of thing where you're supposed to keep... <laughs> Bleh. Smooth. Keep it in a, uh, keep it in a chilled ice, or not ice, but chilled water bath. Not the water not, bath, not but this it's, stuff because it's a, it's a red wine. But you know, it's the kind of thing you turn every every couple of weeks to make sure the sediment isn't isn't actually forming. Oh, right. like you'd have it in like a wine cellar with some at least vague amount of like, <clears throat> yeah. It kind of makes you realize that there is just that entire the entire hobby of sommelierism yep. is just. And it's to be fair, nuts. it was the best wine we tasted all <sighs> night. Still wasn't going to buy a bottle. Yeah, not at that. Uh, point. Don't yeah. have that much no. time. Every every oh, time I hear yeah. people talking <laughs> yeah. about like, you know, vintage wines and like good wines versus bad wines, all I can think of is that going back to this video I watched where they grabbed a bunch of yeah, it's all of the wine cheap. tasters, yeah. like you know, some hoity-toity fucking wine tasters that they grabbed, and they're like. And they basically served them boxed wine and three hundred dollar bottles of wine, and they're like, "Which one's which?" And it was like a fifty-fifty. Oh, I'll have to find the video. I saw, I found a video of someone doing something similar. Had a bunch of you know the country's top wine sommeliers in. They served them the same wine <laughs> in every tasting. <laughs> right, it was the same wine the whole night. Oh, and they had all kinds God. of different notes through the whole thing. Like, yeah, it put a really big thing on the snobbishness of it. They, yeah. uh, they, they did that that uh, that same thing with uh, organic fruit. This lady had a fruit stand, and she kept like, and this one lady like kept going back, and she's just like, she's just like this one. I know organic fruits, and this one definitely tastes better. And it's all, and it was always, it was always the, the regular like just your ordinary fucking sun kissed or yeah your regular one and the best the best one out of the whole thing best one out of the whole thing she did the banana cut the banana in half and it was just a fucking regular ordinary banana and she cut it in half and the lady was like this is definitely the organic banana and she's like it's the same fucking banana bitch and she was (laughs) and she was just like oh so like that's that's really interesting because I think that like maybe like maybe organic is just like may, maybe it's not as such a big deal maybe it's just all in my head but 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 probably not I I think organic's still better well, and it, she's like it's the same banana like it, it's funny <laughs> because I actually refuse to buy organic not for any political reason either surprisingly like the way I refuse to buy kosher or halal items because I refuse to support 
religious indoctrination with my money. Anyway. <laughs> Mazel tov, motherfucker. Uh, hey, if there was a Christian version, I wouldn't buy that one either. Uh, uh, <laughs> salt enough with more cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna salt your grave with kosher salt. Yeah, um, but uh, just, no, just put just I put don't... dairy and meat at yeah. his grave. Yeah. Well, it just it sort of fits into that whole thing about like religions dictating what people can and can't do with their lives and forcing them to you know do things a certain way and i really hate it because it's it all sort of fits into the same thing of like oh women must dress modestly i, I hate it all all of it so i refuse to spoil your anyway, point your point uh i actually don't buy organic for non-political reasons um and it's just because it's bullshit and more expensive uh not only that but it's actually worse for you because the a lot of people like tend to conflate organic with pesticide free and chemical free yeah which or which hormone or, free which organic is not because that or, was on penn and teller's bullshit or, mm -hmm. organic is not that in fact one of the pesticides used on organic foods is fucking copper sulfate which is very toxic not a nice chemical um i know because I played around with it as a child because farm stuff. And yeah, no, there's warning labels all over that shit. And my dad's like, hey, don't fucking don't touch that. Right. Um, and then he gave you a bag of kosher salt to play with. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but uh. Uh, and, and the, here's the here's the thing on a field. Uh, on a, just a normal field or orchard or whatever, when you're spraying for pests and you're using a pesticide, you're using like a like a tablespoon of fucking pesticide chemical per lots of fucking gallons of water on this thing to the point where like a whole field is like a bucket of the shit, right? There isn't a lot because this stuff is you know, engineered to be as effective and efficient as possible. It takes very, very, very little of it to do, to wipe out the pests. And the thing is they can engineer it to a point where it's not only wipe, where it's not just wiping out everything, but it's only wiping out specific pests. It's very targeted pesticides, right? Um, and that's one of the reasons why certain pesticides were being pulled off the shelves because it was fucking with bees. And they're like, well, we can't have that. So we need to re-engineer this so that it doesn't affect bees while also being effective as a pesticide, right? Copper sulfate is none of that. It is neither efficient nor very effective nor targeted. And it takes fuckloads of the shit to to do anything at all so you are using gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons of this copper sulfate shit um on, on a field whereas uh, in an equivalent area somewhere else you're using like half a cup kind of situation it, it's it's kind of insane so when you're eating organic foods you're eating food that is most likely steeped in toxic chemicals mm. and it is so it's just like i see people buy organic and i'm like you're 
You're going to die. You're just poisoning yourself. That's what you're doing. I'm trying to remember where, we're, where we were originally going with that. I don't know. I think we're trying to switch topics, and we keep failing. We keep falling into other topics. Yeah. But but we are changing topics. We, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's more a casual drift instead of new story. Uh, yeah. uh, that's and, our... And here we have someone in the chat actually bringing up B- GMOs. Jimmy was saying that GMOs generally provide benefits across the board mm-hmm. for both farmers and consumers. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, y- Do you like bananas? Yeah. Because those are... GMO. Uh, Bananas, tomatoes, watermelons. Humans have been crossbreeding and selectively breeding everything from freaking shih tzus to wheat shot. Broccoli. Broccoli is a GMO product. Because people still, I guess, don't realize that, you know, nature does a lot of genetically modifying things, not just human beings. But if you'd prefer your, your banana to have two giant black pits in it like a yes. and also or, inedible or prefer yeah. your almonds to kill you yeah there's there's, there's that, that. Like, I, I, um, like, I also like how people are like yeah but it's natural do you know what isn't natural actually avocados avocados shouldn't exist and the Neither only pandas for and that only matter. the only reason avocados exist today is because humans started farming them that's it because Avocados require megafauna to eat them whole and then shit them out. And then they grow in the manure after the outside husk and stuff was digested. Well, that megafauna doesn't exist. And it just so happens that humans just happened to start agriculture with avocados Right around the time... Well, right after we'd finished killing off all the megafauna yeah, in South America. Right about just before they were supposed to go extinct. So avocados, you know, if we we're going to let nature take its course, well, you're not getting your avocado toast. Uh, and that might be a problem. Um, uh, could you could you just imagine a bunch of white people just standing in a field with with just a, like blank toast, <laughs> just like plain toast? And what they're do like, I do "We've got to do something about this. <laughs> Let's, Let's start agriculture." Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's when you have some asshole show up with a bucket of berries, but you know, just, and I've got it. And Jimmy actually did mention that uh, there is a concern with uh, biodiversity with GMOs, which was a concern uh, because companies weren't uh, handling it. They weren't doing anything about it. And uh, but now even the more sketchy companies like Monsanto, uh, they're even doing things like they that Monsanto will actually not provide a farmer with a single strain seed batch at all. They, they will not do it. You cannot buy a, a, you know, a bunch of just one seed in a bag. Mm-hmm. It, they will always and always, always sell you a mix. And in that mix, actually they provide, there's even seed uh, for sacrificial plants um, that go in. So the sacrificial plants act as sort of like all the pests will go after those ones. So they're, they're the tanks of the field. Yeah, basically, uh, and that's to avoid uh, things like mutations making the uh, pests resistant to whatever 
resistance the resistant plants have. That was a lot of resistances. Yeah, you said it too many times. Yeah. You're um, going to summon a, de- a, a, a demon. Yeah. A resistant demon. A very large yeah. gnat is going to appear in the center of the table. Beetle juicing. Um, <laughs> I, I'm surprised. Um, you're beetle juicing right now? Can we just make that a thing? Yeah. Beetle juice! There you Beetlejuice. go. Beetle juice! Oh, no. Now you have to go two more times so that you can dispel them. Oh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. There we go. Okay. Now he's gone. <laughs> and he's gone. Mm. Uh, so, not to put you on mute for a minute, but... Uh, We're going to put you on mute Shut for up a for a second. <laughs> mute. Do either of you have a story you wanted to bring up? Or I did. Do we want to take a break at all, since I technically can't segment because well, my ass is here? It's up to you guys. I think we can just power through to the end if you want. Yeah, because right. I don't think we've got much more. Do we so. have no email? We got one, I think. We we probably don't. I, I wonder saw why. One. I saw one come in. Is it an actual email? Yeah, or? like a like a legit one. Because the only one I have right. is from Amazon. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, I was like, blank animal. I'm just like, yes, we have an email. <laughs> okay. Yes. So why don't you do your thing? Okay. We'll do our email, and then we'll look at potentially wrapping up. We've been, yeah, we've been going a bit. Good. Okay. So um, for those of you who didn't hear, a couple of days ago, there was a very, very tragic car accident uh, that happened in Saskatchewan. Mm. So yeah. uh, a coach bus full of a junior <clears throat> hockey team. Uh, the Humboldt Broncos um, was struck by a semi out on the highway. Uh, Fifteen people dead, sixteen injured. It sucks balls. Yeah, right? it is tragic to the maximum yeah. degree. And it, it's actually terrifyingly reminiscent of almost an identical accident that happened years earlier, where another junior sports team was essentially wiped out by a car accident. Um, but I mean it. I can't even imagine, like, this is like a small town, like, where it's like, you know, the, the junior hockey team is like life for this town. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's just... Have, have you ever been to a hockey town? Yeah, I grew up in southern Alberta. Like, I mean, I, I know what, like, the general feel is like. I remember all the different teams. I mean, um, but basically, that's that's not necessarily where I'm going with it. Now... Kind of my feeling this is going to be twofold, because some of the support that's coming out has been... I feel a little awkward in some senses. So at first, right, it was like, you know, all the, the outpouring, like, you know, you have politicians going to visit and everything like that, like all the usual, like, oh, this is awful. Like people are already trying to investigate, like, how can we stop this? Uh, discussions are going on about like safety regulations for semi-drivers because apparently the the driver who had struck the bus was hearing, calling like a double load. He was a month on the job, like all this crazy stuff that they're he, going he into. he also blew through a stop sign. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. again, like it just... Bad shit went down in that. And then I'm, I started seeing people uh, where I work uh, wandering around and they have like humble Broncos jerseys on. Uh, right. Again, a town I had never heard of before this happened, a team I had never heard of before this happened. And so it's like, you know, and I imagine like all the proceeds from this jersey probably went to, you know, a memorial fund or a, you know, a trust fund that's going to be set up for. Yeah, there's been a lot know, of fundraising all this. too. And then I go into Tim Hortons. <laughs> And I see Humboldt Broncos Donuts. Hmm. Okay, yeah, that and I'm crosses just, a, a line, I Was think. this Tim Hortons? Yeah. He, I, he I just said that. Said that. Oh. I just, I just said that. Sorry, I was reading the shit. Yeah. Of course Tim Hortons would try to capitalize on someone else's identity in a tragedy. So, I mean, yeah. So, it's like, if they're, I mean, 
And again, if, if you've never seen the like team specialty or season specialty donuts that they do at Tim Hortons, all they really are is that they're just one of their Boston creams with sprinkles of the appropriate color and like usually one of those like ganache decal kind of things of whatever they're doing, yeah, whether it's the flames or the oilers or the jet, you know, whatever's going on. Yeah. So this was a Boston cream with yellow and green sprinkles, which is the team colors, and then the Humboldt Broncos team logo there in the center of it and you know they had the little sign of like you know all proceeds go to see that this. that's kind but, of the yeah but it's just like really like i get that tumbled as a town probably ran on the local tim hortons because again that's the thing you do in canada but i see for me the um the difference for me for an action like that is if it's all proceeds go or all revenue goes, right? I've seen some companies put up uh, fundraising commercialized items, yeah. but they don't get any of the money for it, yeah. which makes it true charity, right? Because yeah. they produce it, and then all the money that they would take it goes to that person. Even Philip yeah. DeFranco, uh, it, on, on some of his videos uh, that deal with certain tragedies, he either does not monetize them, or, or maybe it was Casey Neistat, Neistat that did it, but uh, on some of it, it was either Philip DeFranco. I know Casey Neistat's done it. I think Philip DeFranco's done it. Uh, but on the videos, those videos, if he does monetize them, all ad revenue from that video goes to whatever charity for that cause kind of situation. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, I don't I don't mind it. So like if they just came out with like humble Broncos donuts and we're just like, we're helping then I'd be thoroughly annoyed. I mean... I don't think they're th giving any of the money to Humboldt, are they? That's the thing, is I do not... Because, right, the problem is, is, right, you've got... Actually, I think it was 16 now, because so, somebody else who was injured passed away today. Um, but it's just like... I, again, it's one of those things of, like, first, it's the... Ultimately, it's always that concern of... Are these now? Is again? Is it all proceeds or is it all profits? And are you? It's like, oh well, we have the extra cost of making this mold, so that you know, it's like, again, it's you. You hope that it's all proceeds and not just all profits or all revenue or whatever. But it's it's uh, like I mean, I'd like to give like Tim Hortons the benefit of the doubt. I mean, they they have you know, they have like the kids camp and stuff like that. Like as long as they. As long as they actually, the team and, like, the actual charity gets the actual money, I'm fine with it. Because, I mean, at the at the basic framework, they are a coffee and donut shop. Yep. So, I mean, the only other way they could do it was be with straight money. Like, all, you know, put into, yeah. like, the UNICEF box, basically, yeah. right? Well, and and, that's and honestly, I, I, I would have I preferred that. Because, I don't know, it just... It well, just feels wrong eating a, a wrong donut with the cord. fucking... Wait, like, so are they actually doing a charity with them? No, okay, so something to remember for Tim Hortons is that it is franchised, so the individual owners have control over what this... they're doing. However, I was just doing a quick Google search on it just to see what was going on, and it looks like they are. They're going to the Humboldt uh, Hockey club or association okay. okay that i have less of a problem with yeah yeah, yeah. that's 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 fine a apparently like there it. was a big fuss in halifax over a tim hortons there having said it wasn't which was not true some you know someone got their words crossed and 
well, there was an it, uprising. It flooded it. Because yeah. people were like, what do you mean you're selling donuts but not giving the money to Yeah, because that would be happened. shitty. Yeah. Like, really that would shitty. be awful. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, it has also been very, very good to see that, honestly, like, I mean, again, the entire country is basically horrified by this. I mean, again, junior hockey is kind of a, like, pretty important part of our culture as a country um and so yeah. to see this across the board and also it is kind of a nice reminder that this is the worst tragedy to have happen to our country in a while yeah when we look south and it's just like yeah i'm o- i'm okay with this <laughs> this being the worst thing that's happened to us well fucking see i grew up in saskatchewan and uh i guess it's technically a city it's a city of ten thousand people um that was surrounded on all sides by nothing but hockey towns and it in and of itself was a hockey town because for said city of a thousand people it had two indoor rinks and like several outdoor rinks uh for people to play hockey uh and i remember spending many an evening at the hockey rink watching you know the local team play you know going and eating those really really shitty frozen hamburgers that they serve at those at the at the hockey like you know if if you've ever been to like a small town with just like that really shitty cafeteria place with those burgers that are served out of the box Kind of, yeah. Like, do do you mean like like Calgary Stampede free breakfast level of quality? Yeah, like yeah. that. Those like are that. the best pancakes uh, ever. Undercooked yeah. pancakes no, and the mini sausages that are that are actually this, but but this is the grease and this is just skin. Yeah, there's no you don't get meat. You yeah. just bite into it and it goes pop, and yeah. then suddenly there's no, no sausage. Like, I just find it utterly remarkable how grainy those pancakes managed to be. Yeah. Like how. And and the you know the uh, the the fucking like so the the burger patty that comes out of the box it's frozen and uh, it's cooked on the grill and it's like eighty percent bread, ten <laughs> percent grease, ten percent meat. Yeah, uh, and five percent generic ketchup. Yeah. Well, and then and yeah, and they never have Heinz ketchup. They always have like the shitty Cisco. Yeah. Like ketchup <laughs> in a bag kind of shit going on. Um, yeah, eating that shit, uh, and the, the, you know, dollar fifty bag of popcorn that at a dollar fifty, everyone was still being like, fuck, that's expensive. <laughs> like, you know, coffee, like unlimited coffee. Literally you just say, uh, can I have a coffee? And they just hand you a styrofoam cup. You yep. don't pay for it. Yep. And there's just that, that big round silver fucking coffee dispenser thing. Or the mm-hmm. big square brown one. Never had the big square brown. No, one. it was always the big round silver metal one, and there's like three of them. Yep, because one of them was always empty, the other one cold, <laughs> yeah, and then one was decaf or hot water. Yeah, yeah. the, the know, tiny one of the decaf. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, actually or, I don't remember there ever being decaf or the, <laughs> we, we the, were, the we were, bait and switch I would always get, which would be it would say hot chocolate, but really it was just water, and the hot chocolate was beside it. Yeah, <laughs> so then yep. you go to pour it, and then <laughs> so you pour, you're like, what? It's just water, and you're like, oh, do I have to mix it myself? Yeah, the carnation. Well, I wish you would have told and, me before I had poured. Yeah, and then the only version of tea they have is red rose. Yeah, red rose. 100%. Or yep. Or 
the most watery orange drink you've ever had. Uh, high C. Yeah. Uh, orange basic. drink. Yeah, yeah. Like, like actually like somebody just was like, eh. With the powder, like they accidentally tripped and put some powder in this fucking, you know, 20 gallon yes. drum. Yes. Your point being hockey culture. It's important. It's well, yeah. and that's the thing is it's very important. And like that was just my town. Um, my extended family grew up in a literal hockey town, like by def, like when people talk about hockey towns, this is what they're talking about, where the community hub is the hockey rink. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where literally anyone is at any given point in time. Uh, the first road to get plowed is the one that goes from Main Street to the hockey rink every time. <laughs> like, you know, people people are like talking about maintenance to the hockey rink and the whole town is chipping in kind of thing. You know, that is just where you go. Honestly, it's probably the same for, for our listeners that are in the, the United States, uh, very similar to your football field, in especially in the South, right? Like, I mean, football is a religion in large yep. portions of football, the United States. Basically. Well, yeah. and that's the thing is, like, these hockey rinks, like, I, like the one where my family is, literally the only things in town where people go, there's the church. There is, I guess you could call it a bar, but it was really just the thing that was attached to the gas station slash grocery store slash convenience store slash video rental shop slash like like everything. Post office. Yeah. <laughs> slash taxidermy. <laughs> and, uh, and it was just like this little trailer that was attached to the side of it where they served alcohol. <laughs> and then there was the hockey rink. And... You could drink at the hockey rink. So basically, the bar, there was like two, three people in there at any given point in time. The hockey rink, there was, there was always something happening. Always. If it wasn't like a junior hockey game, it was like, you know, the, the kids were playing a game or the adults were having like just a fun game or to practice. themselves. Or there was a practice going on. And even when there was a practice going on, people would go and watch the practice. Because it's just sort of the place you go and hang out, mm-hmm. right? So they really were community hubs. So it's just, yeah, to a place like Humboldt, the you know, this kind of thing, <laughs> it's actually kind of hard to imagine for most people just how devastating this yeah. kind of thing mm-hmm. would be to a and, town and like that. That's one thing I've I've noticed, I, or I've come to realize, is I can't fathom just what this this town and what these people are going through yeah well it would be like a significant chunk of mru died or university of calgary like a significant chunk kind of thing like or i i I don't even know if calgary has an analog really well i mean it's it's such a big city that it's more difficult right at the end of the day we don't we don't have like a singular space that just everyone goes to yeah well i'm pretty sure that if like I, I don't know, like it may not be as big, but I'm pretty sure if like, you know, a busload of the Flames or the Stampeders or something like that. Well, except we don't know the Flames. Like the, these are kids. Oh, that... it's definitely different in that way. But that's yeah. like the only really like I, it'd be kind of similar. like a big accident on the way to like, you know, Furay or something. Right. Yeah. Which that's the closest I could think of well, the community it, that I have. Yeah, in the furry community, like a you know a significant portion of furs died 
in some bus accident like and that's what i mean like it's it's very hard to fathom for people who haven't grown up in those kinds of areas just how important these like these hockey teams and these hockey rinks and stuff are so yeah this this kind of thing would be absolutely devastating to that town yeah absolutely i I don't know my heart definitely goes out to them oh absolutely It's rough. If you say thoughts and prayers, though, I'm going <laughs> to hit you so hard. Well, press, the, press but the, the thing is, unfortunately, there isn't a whole lot that can be done. And this really does come down to one of those like freak accident things. Uh, and it, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's weird because I, I mentioned this before, too. I think I mentioned it with the Vegas shooting because that was one of those things where it was just like there was no motive. The, the guy was just nuts. So it's like. That it's almost worse because you have nothing to there, point there's to. There's no villain. Right? Yeah, you, you, you have can't. nobody to blame. You you can't point at a thing and be like that. That did it, and I get to be angry at it now. Yeah, there's no filter for your anger. So you know, you, like... you have no outlet. You have nothing to push all of those emotions at. So yeah. you're just left there going, "Well, that was a bunch of senseless death." As much as any murder is senseless it's like you know if you're if someone's murdered in a hate crime you can point to a thing and be like that did it yeah that's why but in this case you can't there's nothing to be like that's why it's sort of hard to point out circumstances exactly but i mean to put a pin on that one yeah again it's like if you know if that is something you feel like you want to help the nice thing is there are outlets right you can buy a jersey just donate to or i guess buy a donut uh (laughs) As yeah. much as there, again, there's it's still also feel... a bunch of GoFundMe's and stuff that are all for the club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to just give them direct money instead of getting a donut or a jersey out of it, then yeah. that's also an option too. Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, shall we... on that happy note, shall we read our email? Do uh, we have one? We yeah. have one. I just pulling up. Yeah, just, like I said, I'm just grateful that that's honestly like the worst thing that happens around here. So. Um, we had two, but one of them were requested not necessarily to be read on air, so I have archived it for now, and we will read it over later. Oh, okay, right on. Shall I read it, since I am engaged? Do it. Do it. Uh, this is started off as, hello, unfurled. Uh, something Hi. really interesting has happened to me lately. I, as a guy, have been invited to a bachelorette's party. Oh. I'm, taking part, uh, I'm taking part of a ladies' night celebrating the bride-to-be. And to be honest, I'm actually really happy I get to take part of this part of one of my closest friends' life. That sentence was really hard to read for a second. Uh, Just a little bit of happy I wanted to share with you guys and hope that you guys got a laugh out of that. (coughs) I hope you are doing all right and and have a good night. Uh, This is from Jay Jay Ventus. I think that deserves a... I I think that's fucking awesome. Haha, that's awesome auto-reply from (laughs) Jay Wait, it's um, even got the exclamation mark or love it. Now, okay, so I've never understood the Don't! whole I've never Send. understood the whole uh the whole you know, bachelor bachelorette's party. I understand having a party. Yep. Right, that makes sense to me. Um now, my own particular point of view for it's probably going to end up being a little skewed because how long have we been going now, car? So Vox and I have been dating for, it's going to be 14 years. 
this October. Yeah. So a while, um, right? So the awkward thing at this point is, I mean, for all intents and purposes, except in the eyes of the law. In the eyes of the law, your yeah. common law. Yeah. Remember, oh, I yeah. couldn't use you on my passport because you were my common law wife. The government said so. Happy waifu, <laughs> happy laifu. So, uh, so <laughs> the idea of having a bachelor party for me would be a little odd because I haven't been one in a long time. <laughs> we also have a lot of the same friends. That's the other part is there, there'd be a fight. Over who gets to go to which party? Well, it's not not just that. It it it's also you know wh- you know which side will I my friend our friends sit on right? Well, everywhere. Uh, yeah, but not to long story short, planning a gay marriage is hard. But not to dissuade from the email. So going to a bachelorette party, I think that just makes sense, right? If you have a girlfriend and she wants you to come to her, I'm about a, to get married party. A girl. The fact that you. Friend. Shut up. Importance the fact that you, you know, don't have a vagina shouldn't preclude you from it. No. And the fact that you're going shows your friendship. Yep. Right? Yeah. We're not letting a, a, a tradition break with friendship. And I, I've always been a non-traditionalist, so that just makes what? sense to me. <laughs> and you? I've also been to a wedding where the bride <clears throat> doesn't have any female friends, so her dude of honor, as she called him, <laughs> right, was her, you know, her, whatever you want to call it, closest friend at the, yeah. at the ceremony mm-hmm. and that's the kind of thing i love to see right marriage has been around a long time that doesn't mean you have to follow every little no note of, of tradition that has been around it's your wedding or your friends are having a wedding whatever make it fun for you yep right you want it to be special or more importantly make sure that she is able to have the just best a blast yeah see it's funny because like after all the weddings I've been through and some of the ones I've been subjected to, um, <laughs> because cause, let's face it, not all of them are fun. Um, <laughs> uh, I have very, very firmly decided that if and when I get married, it's going to be, I'm going to go out of my way to do everything possible as non-traditionally as possible. I look forward to it. That is so unlike you. Things like, it'll be a dress-down wedding. If your shirt has a collar, you'll be given one. A t-shirt, probably with rips in (laughs) it. I'm like, wait, you'll be given another collar? Yeah, I'm like, here, here, put this collar on your collar. (laughs) Oh, I could do that. Yeah, you have a a, collar. Yeah, now you must have two. You you have to wear a dog collar. As long as you have that (laughs) collar on, you get a dog collar. Oh, there's parallels here that are hilarious. Alternatively, you can wear this 1970s Led Zeppelin shirt with a coffee stain. (laughs) Like, just like, Uh, just shit like that. As absolutely non-traditional as possible. And that's the thing. Like, I like, I like ritual and ceremony. I don't necessarily have to latch on tradition to tradition for it. Yeah, right. you can so make your, your own traditions exactly right and and to me it's it's there, there's something almost ceremonial about non-tradition one of the things i love most in a wedding is when uh wedding vows are written by the people uh by the couple right that's the i think actually almost every wedding i've been to that's been the case and exactly right the thing that it does is it makes them personal right they are heartfelt vows I, not i am reading the script i need to read for the damn I, piece of paper to be official i want i want meme i want meme vows do it 
just like, like, like Jimmy that. is saying, don't get married, ultimate middle finger to the concept, which I mean, we're almost at at this point. <laughs> no, see, we're we're those weird gay guys who live together forever but never get married. Yeah. We we need to fix that. You're doing the thing that every do- gay person before what is was it, two thousand four? Uh it was uh I think 2006. 2006. I actually have we when we were cleaning the office. We I actually have a copy of the National Post from oh. the day it went through. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, yeah you're doing the thing that all the gay guys before then were doing. Yeah, was living. We're just forever. roommates. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I like something like that. That vine. Have you ever seen that vine of the? There's this dude with a guitar standing in front of this girl, and he's just like just strums it shittily, and he's like, "I love you." Bitch, <laughs> like <laughs> honestly, like I think I think the oh. refreshing part of new, I think the refreshing part of any kind of new part to a wedding. Oh, what did I miss? Uh, uh, tell us about never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, that would have to go in. You. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Adam, what were you saying? Uh, well done on the Rickroll there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sorry. If I it, it got you forgot. Oh, no, hang on. So, yeah, it's it's always, I don't know. I think I can pretty much speak for everybody that when I go to a wedding and I see something different, that's kind of a cool new take on something. It's because every motherfucker's seen a wedding. Like... With the white uh, dress and the black suit, with the, the like, with the scripted this and the and, and the, the, uh, the, 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 and the ten devil. hail marys yeah. and kiss the kiss whoever, and like, then the ceremony whatever. with the white tablecloths and the deviled eggs. Yeah, like everybody. Don't you knock the deviled eggs? Those are <laughs> tasty motherfuckers. Every motherfucker seen a wedding, but yeah. what's refreshing is when people go out of their way, even if it's one difference. I don't care if they. They've got a raging boner for tradition, and they're just like, everything has to be like this, except we want to do this. It's nice to add fucking flair to something. Mm-hmm. Like, do you just want to eat a hamburger for the rest of your life? Or maybe you want a slice of tomato on there. Maybe some cheese. Like, fucking spice it up a little bit. Well, and that, that is one of the things that I do appreciate about all the weddings I've been to in the last little while is... You know, they had their own, like, cool little twists on them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. So I guess ultimately what I want to say in reply to that email myself is don't, uh, like, go to your friend's bachelorette party, right? Participate in the silly things you do at bachelorette parties, which I have no idea because I haven't been to one. But I know there's things that you do because it's funny. But make sure those funny things apply. Yeah. And have yeah. fun. One, right? of, yeah. one of the things that I've seen people talking about for no Bajoran weddings. Well, no, uh, for bachelor and bachelorette parties is, uh, especially for gay couples, since with gay couples, they do tend to all have the same friend group. Um, typically. Yeah, typically. Uh, is that instead of doing two parties, they just both do one party together. It's basically have a pre-reception. Yeah. And like, a, a basically you get all your closest friends together and get annihilated for a night. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a couple days. It really depends on how you like do what it. we did for Kit. Yeah, yeah. Or or the number of parties we saw in Banff over St. Patty's Day that were clearly <laughs> oh, bachelor man. and bachelorette parties. <laughs> wow, there was a lot of drinking. There was a lot of drinking. No. 
Well, and, and like that's the thing. So like, and that's the thing is, if you're not doing two, you're only doing one. Yeah. That makes it easier for people because you can then afford to do things like a Mexico one because you're not doing two of them. Yeah, right. You save by not making them do it twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then also you you have a bigger group of people usually. So you can do other cool shit like book out entire event things, mm-hmm. you know? So it, I don't know. There's just a lot of really cool shit that you can do with that. And also just going the whole non-traditional route. I like I mean with with Kit we went semi traditional but we didn't do a lot of the like bachelor things. I mean we made him eat a muff diver. So that that was a thing that happened. Yeah, I mean you didn't take him to a strip club or anything. No, we didn't. We didn't take him to a strip club. That that's probably because Amanda knows where you live. I think Amanda probably would have preferred we took him to a strip club because that would have made her laugh. Uh, also, <laughs> you're not wrong. Also, <laughs> I feel as though the, the tradition of a bachelorette and a bachelor party to say either a get your fingers on some different strange before you get wedlocked, or I mean that, that get that's... to rub up against some you know an awkward boner like that. that, that that's should the tradition. Not, yeah, but that should yeah. not necessarily be the point. That it's like one last kick at the cat, you know. And if somebody wants to look at it like that, that's fine. But I just I think it nailed down tradition to just like you know dip your fingers in a different honey pot. Just before, you know, yeah, exactly. Before, you know, it's it, your your gut one. I don't know. It, it shouldn't necessarily be like that. So things like the strippers and like lap dances and shit mm-hmm. like that. I don't necessarily should be always as long commonplace. As it's fun and important to you. <clears throat> exactly. Do you? So Jimmy is banned now. From what? Why? He suggested fursuit wedding. Uh, I'm sure I've it seen it. I'm sure it happened. I know it's happened. Three dollars. You you know, to some people, that is the most important thing for them. Yeah, but but Tal, whatever. Come on, but whatever. Right? Is it yours wedding? Uh, Along the same line, Tal. You know, there have been BDSM weddings. You know, yeah, they have happened. Like upside down from the ceiling and everything. Yeah, that'd be that'd be. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Right? It would be do awkward you, as fuck. Do you really want your grandma seeing you in a gimp oh, I suit? I guarantee you grandma wasn't there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was the priest. You, no. You wait till grandma's in the ground before you have that weapon, <laughs> wedding. <laughs> or, or just wait till she's got dementia and yeah. keeps calling uh, you Mark. I would love to see you guys explaining to your families how you're having a leather bondage wedding. No. <laughs> just uh, isn't going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I know a couple would laugh. I know a couple would give you very, very stern looks yep. and tell you to stop joking. My my cousins on the mom's side, they'd be laughing their asses off. My dad, not so much. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I'd love to see your mom's face, though. Oh, my God. She, she would just break. <laughs> She's not ready for that conversation. <laughs> uh, I that that is a conversation um, I don't think any parent is ever ready for. By the way, mom, not only am I gay, I like to be tied up in a full leather bodysuit while I fuck my boyfriend. Well, why don't you just have a vacuum bed wedding? There you go. Also, I have a sex dungeon in the ba- in the basement. I've never shown you. That that's a conversation, dude. Yeah. That whole time I was telling you that it's just really messy right now. 
I lied. Yeah. I was going to say, really, they must hide it really well because yeah, I live down there. Really? That's where I keep the, the latex vacuum bed. Yep. So tonight on KinkCast, um, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the conversation you have with your mom where if she doesn't, isn't already a full bottle of wine a day housewife. <laughs> that's how you turn her into the full bottle of wine a day housewife. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chad is quickly in. degrading into <laughs> kinkier and kinkier weddings at this point. So I feel like maybe we should wrap this up. Oh, I want to. I, I want to see some of these uh, pup play wedding. Oh man. No, Dr. Pidgeot retracted no, the message. No, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> redacted <laughs> wedding. Too, too kinky for the chat. I don't uh, know if that's a thing. Apparently it is because message redacted. Uh, All right. Well, I think it's time to go home. I have to go not sleep. Oh. Cool. I don't get to sleep tonight. Neat. Hooray. I'm flipping. Today's. Me too. Me, not me too. I'm going the other way. <laughs> Not burr, 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 burr. Right, anyway, so take us out. We'd like to thank all of you for no. watching. Thank you. Thank you. If you're thank you. in the oh the YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the YouTube, be <laughs> sure to uh, hit uh, subscribe and also do hit the notification thing because we're part of the many YouTube channels that no longer do- gets notified for people because YouTube doesn't like us. I got a notification last week. I didn't get one. Yeah, it's probably because your phone. Even if I go to my subscribers list, uh, we're not in there. When you buy your phone off a traveling gypsy caravan, that's what you get. This is is my subscribers list. I'll I'll help you fix it. Because you're you're probably just not turned on for all notifications. Well, I I actually just added me to the notification. We are also being asked to fix the Telegram channel. Oh, yeah, we need to do that. Telegram. Okay. Anyway. Uh, hit the thing, hit the notification button. Do uh, the thing. Be sure to comment all the like, all the everything, because it helps our numbers, and numbers make us grow. Thank you to everybody in the chat tonight, because the discussion was hilarious. Thank you. Uh, also, uh, if you have any comments, questions, criticisms, be sure to go to our website, unfurled.net, where we have our contact form set up. You can reach us there, or you can just send us an email at us at unfurled.net. That is us at unfurled.net. But on the website, there is the contact form. There's links to our Telegram chat, which is currently broken, and we are going to get fixed. We absolutely promise we will right away very soon. There's bad radio, but I'm glaring at him Um, right now. There's also links to our Twitter, Patreon, all that. Uh, speaking of Patreon, very special thank you to our patrons. Uh, each and every one of you help us out a lot. Like the recent one from Dr. Pidget, three whole dollars. Oh, hey. thank you. Thank you oh, so much. Thank you very much. Three more uh, dollars towards the Tascam fund. Yeah, three towards more the dollars. Getting us a Tascam that doesn't squeal in our ears. Mc, fund. A McDoubles on Dr. Pidget, I guess. Yeah. Um. Sinwenya? Scream Fox. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Scream Fox. Oh, yes. Very special thank you to Ormari and Scream Fox. Thanks. And the logo and music, respectively. Uh, other than that, have a very good night. And my name is Carr. Cool. <laughs> I didn't get to do my usual thing. <laughs> and have a good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. <sighs> haven't done this in a while, have I, Tal? <laughs> <laughs> Where I just... Stare at you. Stop it. And make you enraged.
I'm going to copy and paste the kissy noise from another episode of this one. I think you should. Oh, God. Is that what I sound like? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like to formally apologize. Welcome to Asmercast. I know. That's what it's. This is a thing. I'm going to bring pickles next time <laughs> and, and eat them to take us out. Because you like the crunch. That's why. Anyways, as per usual, we love you. We'll miss you. And, I don't know, fuck cancer. That seems like a good thing.